Welcome to Android Snacks. Android Snacks is the TLDR of last week's Android Developer News. I'm your host, Jake Wharton. Mike Scammell is on holiday this week, and Sheila is on assignment in the Middle East, so I'm filling in. First up this week in blog posts is one from Marcin Moscala, Lessons from My First Multi-Platform Kotlin Project. Marcin covers using the newly finalized multi-platform support in Kotlin 1.2. Having a good architecture allowed him to write an app that shares code across the Android, web, and desktop versions. A follow-up post on the architecture and its testability is due on Monday, so keep an eye out for that. Next up, we have a post from GuardSquare, makers of ProGuard and DexGuard, outlining a new security vulnerability that they discovered and named Janus. The crux of the vulnerability is that the zip file format that APKs use allows you to place arbitrary content before the actual content, which is exempt from the signature. By making that arbitrary content a valid DEX file itself, Android's virtual machine loads that code instead of the code inside of the zip. If you already have the December security update on your Pixel or Nexus device, you're already protected from it. Finally this week, we have three posts from Google Developer Relations Engineer Jose Alcerica on the Android lifecycle. While this topic has been beaten to death, it remains a sticking point for developers. Jose breaks down the lifecycle into real-world scenarios and then lists the explicit ordering of lifecycle events that you can expect to see in those cases. These examples are much more approachable than the ridiculous charts you may have seen, which attempt to include everything. In talks this week, the videos from Google Developer Days India were released. This event covered more than just Android, but some of the highlights for Android are talks on Oreo, TensorFlow, Firebase, architecture components, building instant apps, and of course, some Kotlin. And Kotlin is specifically in the space of testing, which is worth checking out. Videos from DroidCon San Francisco are also now available. While there were some repeated talks given at this event since it was at the end of the fall conference season, there were some great new gems that are worth checking out. My personal favorite had to be Alex Lockwood's in-depth path morphing with Shapeshifter. Uh, I don't want to spoil too much about it, but he talks about using an algorithm designed for DNA processing to improve the animated vector drawable tool Shapeshifter. Definitely worth a watch. All right, in tools and libraries this week, Google released the final version of Android 8.1 and started rolling it out to devices. The biggest feature of this release is probably the Android Go initiative, which aims to allow Android to work uh, smoothly on lower end hardware. Also, the hamburger emoji was fixed to not have the cheese below the meat and above the bun, which is only something you would do if you had read about cheeseburgers in a textbook, say 10,000 years in the future, and then were sent back in time to try and assimilate into modern life and study humanity and decided to make a cheeseburger. In Android 8.1, thankfully they corrected this where the cheese is now in its proper place atop the meat like a normal human being. Gradle 4.4 was released, which is rather unremarkable from Android's perspective. The biggest thing to note in this release is actually a change to the internal architecture of Gradle, which allows consumers of the tooling API to only request a subset of information to be resolved. Now, this is important for Android Studio, where you can only work on one variant of your app at a time. 
Uh, and currently it has to request information on every variant. And so in theory, a future version of Android Studio can only request a subset allowing faster sync times. If you want to know more about this, Alex Ruiz was on the Android Developer Backstage podcast with Chet and Tor, where he mentioned this upcoming feature. The Android Architecture Components paging library had its 1.0 Alpha 4 release this week. There are massive API changes in this release, presumably as they work closer and closer to the final API. The biggest change was that they've added support for interacting with the network, both with and without a database, as you're paginating. In other stuff this week, the entire JetBrains Kotlin team participated in an AMA on the Kotlin Reddit. There's far too much to cover here, uh, but the big questions that were asked were future language features, questions around tooling, and of course, the multi-platform support, which was the highlight of the 1.2 release and Kotlin Conf a few weeks ago. On Android Dialogues this week, Wen talks to Moyen Adeyemi of Off-Grid Electric about talks she gave at DroidCon New York this past year. The Android Mobile Vision API is the main focus, which is a simpler alternative to using something more heavyweight like TensorFlow. While it does have limitations on what it can detect, it covers common things that most developers would want to detect, such as the faces in a photo. There was a new fragmented episode this week where Don and Kashik talked to Jake Horton, sorry if I mispronounced your name, uh, to talk about the motivations behind the recently released Android Kotlin guides from Google. This episode mostly consists of Jake whining about two spaces versus four spaces for about 70 minutes, so feel free to skip if you choose. That's it for this week. You can find us on Twitter at Android Snacks, and please do not let me know what you think of the podcast, but you're free to let Mike know. You can find this week's show notes at our new website, AndroidSnacks.com. This week's episode has been hijacked, uh, I mean hosted by me, Jake Wharton. You can find me on Twitter at Jake Wharton. Hosting, editing, and whatever all that good stuff means was done by Mike Scammell. Find him on Twitter at Mike Scammell. Our theme music is Fresh Kicks by Sonosanctus. You can find out more at sonosanctus.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next year. So, Sheila, how was the Middle East? It was all right. I was doing translations. Uh, so what did you think of Jake's episode then? I think it was better than when you do it. He actually sounds like he knows what he's talking about. Come on, Sheila. This is the season for, like, being nice and Christmas and, you know, like, being kind to each other and all that. Can you not just say, like, one good thing about me? You know when you get a cat and swing it round the room by the tail? And it goes. Your voice sounds slightly better than that. Yeah, okay, I'll take that. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Okay, so that's the last of Android Snacks for this year. Going to take a little break and come back in the new year. Big thanks to Jake Wharton for guest hosting the last episode of the year. Sheila, do you want to say anything to the listeners? No. Right, okay then. Um, uh, Merry Christmas to all those who celebrate it and uh, happy new year. See you in 2018.